Welcome back to the Whiskey and Tequila Podcast. This is your host, Cass. And this is your very inebriated host, Trey Lorenz. You're not that inebriated. Oh, Stop I, it. I fell asleep. So I mean, oh, well, you did, but. That could have been a product of multiple things. All Anyways. right, guys. We're coming <laughs> back with another review. I know it's a little late, but this is a Shazam uh, review. Fury of the Gods. Fury of the Gods. Um, you would be not mistaken if you did not see a lot of ads for this and you did not see it uh, come out. Yeah, so this movie is the sequel to the 2019 Shazam movie. Um, movie is in a weird spot because DC has uh, gone through some recent, I guess, management changes since this one was initially announced back in like last year. Um, James Gunn from Marvel directing fame has taken over as like the Kevin Feige of DC. So he's actually already said that this movie's not getting a sequel. And um, he's probably rebooting the entire DC universe. But this one's already kind of in filming production when he took over. So it got to get released. But they did not spend any money on slash the budget for marketing marketing and any type of like reshoot and rewrites. So whatever was that when he took over, that's pretty much what we, we got. And it kind of shows. So, real quick synopsis. The Shazam family has been doing their thing for the better part of apparently two years. Since the last one in their you know movie time. And there's a new threat. And the threat being the daughter of Atlantis? Athena? Atlas. Atlas, thank you. Sorry. The daughters of Atlas are back to reclaim their power and restore order to their world. And the Shazam family must contend with their... Most powerful foe, quote unquote. Yeah, sure. Right. Okay, okay, good. All right, so let's start with what you liked. Um, things I liked. Okay, uh, my drinks were really good, by the way. So I had a okay. So you like that? Okay. Anyways, the movie, the movie things I like. There were one. There were the comedy. I will say, and this is kind of even back to the first Shazam movie. The comedy of Shazam when it hits, it actually it. It does work. Um, so there yeah. are a couple lines, and it's like when they were in the first like half of the movie, some of the lines really worked. Um, some of the jokes, yeah, they really hit. hit. They hit. 100%. Some of those really hit. I will say that. So the comedy in spots was funny. I did enjoy that. I did not need it to be brooding and dark because it is a you know joking franchise. So I was okay with that. And some of the comedy was pretty funny in the. First half of the movie. Mm-hmm. See, I said something nice. All right. So I guess that's it for you, right? You said what I said. You said ask what I liked. I okay. said what I liked. All right. So I liked a little more than Trey. Um, I think that on the initial startup, it was kind of spooky. The first like scene of the movie. Like people became oh. zombies and like it was kind of. Like I was like, okay, I, I, I see where you're going. Shazam does have they 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 push that PG thirteen line kind of far. I was times. like, what movie are we in? I was like, this is not what I thought I was going to come in to see, but then it turned out to be what I thought we were going to go see. But regardless, that was something I really liked. Um, I did like the first hour of this movie. I didn't think it was that bad. Um, Hot take. I think this movie is still better than what what Marvel's put out in the Phase Four, for the most part. That's a wild. Not everything, part. obviously, excluding Spider Man, excluding um, 
Black Panther too. Well, you better say it. You better say but, Black Panther uh, forever in this house. But this is uh, on the same elk of uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Okay, that's fair. So and 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 Black Black Widow. And, okay, Black Widow too. All right, so that's pretty much what I would say about the movie that I liked. <laughs> Oh, uh, all right. So can we move on to things we dislike? So that's the more more meat of this episode. Pause. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so I mentioned this movie is. So I, I'll start with the top. Going into it, I I should have thought of this. I didn't think this movie would be good because I realized it had not had a lot of production on marketing. I should say to point where to point where me and said we're looking like, hey, what's our next episode going to be? We look at our production calendar. Yes, we have we have a production calendar, and it says Shazam. I was like, oh yeah, it is coming out. Because they didn't have any commercials, and if you remember when Black Adam came out, you couldn't turn on the TV with that without that damn trailer being on. So I thought it was odd that movie was releasing like a week and had like no commercials. And I thought, oh, that's usually a sign of the movie's going to be bad. What I should have paid attention to was the fact that since this is this movie is very similar to um, in terms of like the way it was made, X Men Dark Fate, I think the Phoenix what was that, what was yeah, that the last very X-Men? last one. Um, and the similarity was X-Men or Fox, I should say, had just been bought by Marvel. So there was no big push to make um, marketing or the, you, you knew going into that last X-Men movie, there's no, there not going to be a sequel. These characters are not going to be brought back. Um, so X-Men kind of just went away and it was just done really poorly, right? There's not, not much money given to it to rewrite and reshoot things. Um, so going into this one, knowing what I know now with, with DC, I should have known that this movie was going to have a lot of just issues because, like, one, as a viewing public, why are we supposed to care about anything that's supposed to happen in this movie when there's literally no stakes? We know none of these characters, at least in this iteration of the actors, I should say, are going to impact the larger role of the DC. Yeah. So that was, that's, and that's, that's a little bit of hindsight, but in terms of the actual, the actual movie itself, one of the biggest issues I had was one, it was very predictable to the point where, I guess one of the big one of the major plot reveals because Andrew leans over and is like, "Oh, there's that thing," and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that is going to happen, huh?" And then, boom! Next scene, it happens. Um, that's that. It's just very predictable. Um, it's very formulaic, you could say. Um, there's a lot of like <laughs> product placement in the movie, and product placement really takes me out of the movie. It really hundred percent the hell out of me. I'm okay with product placement when it's just like. Subtle, subtle. Like subtle. you just just put like a coke in front of you. Okay, fine. I know it's coke. Yeah, we we get a yeah, coke pay for that 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 little spot. Cool. When you when you add in products that that become now plot elements, like for example, there's literally a character. There's a scene. Um, there's an action scene where they solve. There's a problem they have to figure out how to solve, and the solution to the problem. Is literally Skittles, and not just like some colorful fruit candy. No, it's Skittles, and it they say it by name, yeah. and they say their catchphrase. The phrase. character says the catchphrase, "Taste the rainbow," and repeats it over and over again. Marshawn Lynch would be proud for the all our sportsmen listening. You know, Marshawn Lynch is. Um, yeah, so that that bugs me. Um, it, it really took me out. Um, and but the second half of the movie. It was pretty boring, in my opinion. It kind of just dull. Like the pace was kind of going, kind of good. There's an action scene every few minutes. Second half kind of slows down. Tomorrow I fell asleep twice. Such literally had to wake me up in the like third act of the movie. Um, 
And the last thing I'll say I want to give you some things is The acting Was hit or miss at times Like yeah. Helen Mirren So Helen Mirren Who's a world renowned actor Actress I should say The first half of the movie Is like she's Doesn't realize what movie she's in She's actually trying to act Act <laughs> And then like There's a scene where This is not spoiler Shazam literally goes I've seen every Fast and Furious movie. This is all about family. And he does his fake Vin Diesel voice. And I looked over because I'm like, wait, Helen Mirren's in the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah. So that means he's seen the actress playing. And it just, it made me just, all right, yeah, we're done with this. And like for me, that scene going forward, there was like a switch in Helen Mirren's like acting quality. It just went nosedive down. Yeah. It was like she was reading the script and thought, all right, I'm going to try to save this movie and actually, you know, give it some Academy Award-nominated acting skills. And then she got to that line. It was like, oh, no, I'm just bullshitting it from here on out. I'm yeah. just going to click my paycheck and go, go to my uh, trailer in between shots. Yeah. So predictable, boring. Or predictable is kind of like boring. So predictability, product placement, and shoddy acting is my top three or bottom three things I disliked about this movie. You know what I forgot to say? I did actually like um, Levi's um, acting. Zachary Levi? Yeah. Oh, okay. As a kid, act like trying to act like a teenager or like a, a kid, he always brings it in and he does a good job. They did blend the, those two characters better. The younger actor and Zachary Levi, they did act like more like the same person this time. But I agree with you. I, I just, product placement, I don't mind it. If it's a sign in the background or, it's a, you know, whatever, fine. It's going to happen. A car, you're driving a BMW. Makes sense. Fine. Fine. I am not here for people doing your catchphrase and, like, literally saying your name. Like, Skittles. Like, I was like, what is this? Why? It was like they, 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 they paused they to make paused. sure you heard them yeah. say Yeah. Like, it was just like, and I was like. Multiple the, scenes. The thing is that this Skittles, movie. Skittles paid a lot of money, by the way. Yeah. They had to. Um. What I was going to say is that this movie had too many action scenes. And Trey says it slows down. I feel like it didn't really slow down. It was a bunch of action scenes, but they they weren't going anywhere. It was like action scene. Okay, we're going to do this now. Yeah, useless useless action. Useless useless action for no action purposes. Nothing crazy was happening. And I'm like, okay, why are we... Okay, now you put this tree here, and now it's creating monsters. Monsters are eating people. You're trying to find the monsters, but... It's just no. It was a no. Then you get to the meat of the situation, and as you said, no one really dies in this movie. I mean, someone dies, that, but, but they they come back to life like two seconds later. Like not even you. Don't, it doesn't even give it time for you to warn the death. It's like oh you're dead <laughs> and you're, oh you're back. Actually, you're back to life. What? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. When it when, happened twice. When the so when the character died. I actually thought, oh, since this is the last of this movie, that character might actually be dead. Me too. I thought so too. We, they're not getting rebrought back, so it's Basil let them stay dead. You're not getting a sequel. And then, no, they, they they brought them back pretty quickly. I was like, oh, well. It was not even two seconds. Like, it, was like it was literally the next scene. The like, next scene. And they're like, they, they buried like, them. Like death, next scene, transition, live. Yes. Uh, oh, all right. <laughs> buried alive. Comes out of the ground. Buried okay, alive. Wait. All right. Cool. Oh, okay. It it was just a mess. I feel like they knew this was their last movie, and they're just like, "Well, at this point, why are we going to even edit anything? Why are we going to cut down anything? It's just let's put whatever product we have and stop wasting any more money on this." Well, they did. They did use more money on this one. You want to know that? 
they actually got Gal Gadot to be a cameo. They well, they also got Highland Marin and oh, well, Lucy Liu. Casting was never the issue, but I'm I'm laughing because last time they couldn't actually get uh, Henry Cavill to be in it. Yeah, well, last time they didn't. Want oh, he to. had the mustache, right? Was that yeah, why he no, no, no. It? I think so, but I think they just didn't want to give him. They didn't want to put him in the movie because they were always just alluding to it. They didn't. They weren't sure if they're going to put it in the universe or not. Oh yeah, this was firmly square in the in what we used to be the DCE EU. Yes, firmly square, which causes a slight issue, a continuity issue. And this is something I brought to Marvel. This is something I have issues with the Marvel movies, the non Avengers ones. Is it's part of me as a fan that y'all may not care about this, but I do. Once you establish that these this the, this world has these superheroes, and not only do they know each other, they're acknowledging a lot of the stuff happens in the three major cities. Wait, and you know from all these real names, mm-hmm. DC is fake, whatever. Um, when these world changing events are happening. Why don't the other superheroes who are like either A in that same city or B in that same continent even make a mention of it? They make a joke about it in Peacemaker. You know, the whole Justice League shows up at the yeah. end of the scene and he's like, Oh, you showed up late, assholes. Like that's a joke. But it's like at least you all acknowledge it that this this something's going on here. Yeah. In this world, and this there's a there's a plot point, I guess spoiler warning, but at this point you're not gonna see this movie. You're not gonna see this movie, yeah. There's a dome over Philadelphia. Yeah, there's a whole dome over Philadelphia where no one can enter or leave, and I get it, no one can enter or leave, but just you no know, Batman. I mean, he he only got from cool, but like no no cyborg. No, they, they say there's a Flash. One woman shows up in the final scene, so she's in, she's she's knows of it, and not just that. One woman kind of deals with like gods. That's her like whole. That's stick. her stick. Yeah. And this entire movie was based about actual gods, and she doesn't show up until the final scene to bring someone back to life. So I just find that kind of interesting. <laughs> this is where my biggest thing is about any universe. Once you establish a universe, it's so easy for them to be like, "Why are you not here?" And that's why I like Spider Man into the into the verse. The sec- oh yeah, makes like in the, the animated one oh, makes yeah, more yeah. sense. I'm like, okay, you're the only superhero, but you can go into a different universe and bring people with you to help you fight, or you can go into a different universe to help them fight. Versus, and, and it's not as easy as that, right? But there's you could do it. It takes a lot more effort, and it's not like you know that something's bad's happening. Someone has to come get you, tell you, hey, something bad's happening. Versus here, when you're all in the same universe or same world, oh, something's happening down the street. You have, uh, you can fly. You can get there in the speed of light. So why haven't? Why are you not here? I will say you, you brought up Spider Man. I don't want to get too far off from the Shazam review, but the Spider Man Tom Holland movies they actually do a really good job about that. At least acknowledging the fact that this stuff happens in the same universe as other things, because like. His first movie is very local, the villain, the threat. Mm-hmm. And so he only has Iron Man really kind of keeping a watchful eye. Because that's all you really need. It's not an Avengers level threat. It's more like, it's like, like I said, it's local. It's a, na- it's a neighborhood threat. He's a neighborhood Spider Man in the first one. Right. Cool. And the second one, you, they think it's Mysterio. Or not, they don't know it's Mysterio yet, but they think it's these other dimension, other multiverse things because Mysterio lives mm-hmm. them. And they do at least make, give some wink, wink, nod, nod. To like, oh, Thor, off world, banner, indisposed, uh, Captain Marvel, chasing planets. You know, at that, that, at that point, Iron Man had died. I think. Yeah, Iron Man, Iron Man had, had died. died. Captain America's old. Black Falcon. 
the new Captain America had not yet taken his shield yet. Yes. So they just make acknowledgement of it that you are all we have right now, Spider-Man, to save a potential world-ending threat. Um, and obviously in Spider-Man 3, you have the whole monster dimension thing. But yeah, yeah. yeah, and this one, they make it painfully clear that, that one of the characters from the first one, he's a superhero fiend. He's a geek, right? He knows yeah. everything about superheroes and mythology and all that. And he now is a superhero, right? He, he can transform and just never thinks to make a, a, a send an email or the, or the little... The, oh, her, the letter. Harry Potter letter. Well, that's the thing. Though he said he sent it to Wonder Woman. But that's it. Oh, yeah, that, it, it makes sense because she does know she does do the God stuff. That's yeah. fine. But there's a whole other justice they got there that yeah. you know of it exists because you even mentioned he even says to his therapist, "There's another superhero with with a red suit who's super fast who has a lightning on his chest, which and is he's the Flash." Than me. Yeah, and no one thinks to say, "Hey, let me get the fastest man on the planet to maybe." Just yeah, no, but that's the thing. He's off planet. Out. He's a, he's in he's in a different universe. Ah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He, he's in the DC. Actually, might stick around, so he can't yeah. come to this one. Ah, ah. Uh, well. So this is what I'm saying. At the end of the day, I would say, if this movie comes on Netflix and you feel like watching it, go ahead and watch it. But the if first it's half. but if it's sure. not, <laughs> I would not spend a dime on this. Oh no! Don't spend no money. Don't on spend this. no money on this because first of all, it's not going anywhere, and I don't think movies need to go anywhere. I don't think you have to be part of a universe to be a good movie because no, no, not, not at all. Like, look at the first three, like the the Christopher Nolan movies. They're their own properties. They don't not connect to anything. So, don't go into it. Be like, oh, it's not part of DC. That's why I don't want to watch it. No, if you're gonna watch it, just watch it or as even, an independent. Even thing. the um the, the new Batman movie, Tangled yeah. by itself, and it's a really good movie. Um, so you want to go and give our ratings? Yeah, I think you need to at least have two two drinks at minimum. Um, three preferably towards the end because it's a doozy at the end. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give you the order drinks I had, so maybe you can uh, copy my order to get through the movie, even though I failed since I fell asleep. But uh, I started with apple tini, uh, so that's vodka, a little, little water, some sour apple mix, so something vodka, something strong. Start the night off. I then went to a um, Makers and Coke, Diet Coke. So, yes, that means I mixed. Uh, yeah, so you want to mix your liquors. So, you take two drinks, mix them. <laughs> and then if you have time, because we were in a kind of empty theater, so our waiter wasn't as, like, around us as often. Um, and plus, I fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> but I would have ordered a third drink, and it would have been a margarita. So, three drinks, three different alcohols. Mix if possible. Drive safe. We love you. Thank you so <laughs> Thank much. Thank you for so much, listening. guys. We'll talk to y'all next time. Bye. Bye.